0: Jay button popcorn <laughs> Okay let's start the show. Jim Bio Preparati per la stagione
1: Quattro Preparate para la temporada Quattro sit back relax and listen Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea Butter and Popcorn, now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn. With Taj and Chels, season four, episode 20. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and
0: shows. My name is Chelsea, aka Chels, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all-around movie lover.
1: And my name is Tajiana. a.k.a. Taj, actor, filmmaker, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Welcome or welcome back. Yes.
0: Shakespeare was here. Yes. Especially sure y'all. But where <laughs> was he? And how, how long did he stay here? You know, I don't know. No, we're not, I'm not sure. We, we, we don't know. Mm, we're American. We, We don't actually know how long his stay was, so... Weird. Yeah, this Strat-
1: probably Strat- upon a- as many plays as he wrote, right? Stratford <laughs> Strat- upon Avon, Shakespeare in love <laughs> for all the thespians, yes, must know, must be aware, right? And his wife was named Anne Hathaway, a different one, y'all, not Princess Mia. Because I didn't even know that. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. Ah, I, so I love funny. a fun fact. I love a good fun fact. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. For those who don't
0: know, if you want to study theater at the university level, they don't let you leave without knowing all there is to know about Shakespeare. I thought I just should preface that: like, you can't, you can't leave, you can't
1: graduate. <laughs> you can't. You can't get the degree. Mm-mm. They're literally going to strap you into the lecture mm-hmm. like,
0: hall. In in there, you have to know it. You have to know it. From the mm-hmm. sonnets, to the plays, to the monologues, knowing how to speak the language, to code the whole agent of language and discovery that embeds the text, because it's all discovery. And I'm finding this, and then this, and then rat tat 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 this, and this and that, and this and here, and this and that, rat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat. It ends in a question? <laughs> Once you have a good professor, though, that can explain it to you, right, you'll never forget what the text means and have no trouble deciphering it, even if it's been years since you've touched the text, would you put on a Shakespearean-aged movie? And you'd be like, oh, I know what they're saying. Or you read something, it's like, oh, look, I know what that means, which is cool to have in your pocket. So let's get into our films. First up is Much Do About Nothing, 1993, directed by Kenneth Branagh, available to rent on Amazon Prime. <laughs> So I know Kenneth from films like Dunkirk, Wild Wild West, but I had no idea that he directed a slew of Shakespeare movies Um, and Shakespearean adaptations, actually, including Henry V, As You Like It, from 2006, starring Bryce Dallas Howard, available on HBO Max, Loves, Labor's Lost, Hamlet, and Othello as well. I was like, okay, Kenneth, he's, yeah, directed a whole bunch. Um, You know, he... Does stage and screen with a 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 84% rating by Google users. This movie's pretty popular. A lot of people liked it. So in this Shakespearean farce, hey nani nani, hey, nani nonny, nani, nonny, hey nani nonny, nani. Nonny. <laughs> Hero played by Kate Beckinsale and her groom to be Claudio, played by Robert Sean Leonard. And I know Robert from the Dead Poet Society. Team up with Claudio's commanding officer, Don Pedro, played by Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. He popped up in there like, who are you expecting to see? It's so good. <laughs> the week before their wedding to hatch a matchmaking scheme. So their targets are sharp-witted duo, Benedict, played by Kenneth, Bronig, and Beatrice, played by Emma Thompson. A tough task indeed, considering their corresponding distaste for love and each other. They hate each other, but then they love each other. Meanwhile, meddling Don John, <laughs> the antagonist, played by Keanu Reeves, plots to ruin the wedding. This movie had a budget of eleven million and made forty-three million. I mean, just watch it for Denzel and Keanu alone. Just post it up being chaotic. It's hilarious. Just watch. Just watch that's Literally
1: all we that's all we
0: came for. That's what she came for. That's what <laughs> you came to see, people. For real. Denzel's like a fun, chaotic instigator, but he's just there to have fun. And Keanu, he's the real antagonist. Like, he's like trying to ruin everything because he's like down with love. Like, you know, like, ugh, I hate it. It's funny. Um, next up is Lion King 1994, directed by Rob Minkoff and Roger Allers Ayers. Available on Disney+. Plus. 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And Google users, evenly, both gave it 93%. A whopping $45 million budget, and the return was colossal, y'all. $968.5 million at the box office. <sighs> like, seriously? Wow. But, I mean, everyone knows this movie. It's the Lion King, you know? Just saying. It's based off of Shakespeare's Hamlet, of course. This And the sequel is based off of Roman and Juliet. Um, this Disney animated feature follows the adventures of the young lion Simba, play, voiced by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the heir of his father, Mufasa, voiced by James Earl Jones. Simba's wicked uncle, Scar, voiced by Jeremy Irons, plot to usurp Mufasa's throne by luring father and son into a stampede of Willard Beast, but Simba escapes and only Mufasa is killed. That's the worst scene in the movie when Mufasa dies. I cried when
1: I was little. I still don't like
0: that scene. No, <laughs> I can't take
1: it. Oh my gosh, are we in the melodrama episode now? I feel like we are. I can't deal with that. This yeah. is the absolutely worst part of the film. I still cry. That's like, so bad. Oh my gosh,
0: Simba <laughs> returns. He returns as an adult, voiced by Matthew Broderick, to take back his homeland by. From Scar, with the help of his friends Timon, voiced by Nathan Lane and Pumbaa, voiced by Ernie Sabella. And Whoopi Goldberg's also in this movie. It's so good. According to Mental Floss, here are some fun facts. The Circle of Life, um, the opening scene, of course, is set to that song, was so powerful that it was used as a trailer for the film, which hasn't been done. First time Disney had ever made a trailer using a complete scene. The animals' relationships were completely different originally. The original script featured Scar as a lone lion unrelated to Simba who was in charge of a pack of vicious baboons, which just would have been strange to me. But And and also in this version, Rafiki was written as a cheetah, and Timon and Pumbaa were both friends with Simba from the start. Can You Feel the Love Tonight almost didn't even make it in the film, but, I mean, good thing it did because it won an Oscar. Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella, who voiced Timon and Pumbaa respectively, originally auditioned to be hyenas, you know, says that they came to an audition in New York, They bumped into each other in the lobby, which is when they discovered they're both auditioning for the roles of hyenas, the director had said. But they asked the casting director if they could audition together. And they were hilarious as they read their lines, but they didn't seem right for hyenas. And then they were like, what if we use as Simone and Pumbaa? And it was like a perfect fit. Akuna Matata wasn't originally in the script, y'all. That's classic. It wasn't even going to be so insane. Instead, there was a song about eating bugs called He's Got It All Worked Out. Mm, not good, not good. Um, and they couldn't convince everyone that making the entire song about eating bugs was a good idea. So after the research team came back from their trip to Africa with the phrase Akuna Matata, they decided on that song. Um, it's a bit like Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. They, the creators had thought, you know, from Cinderella. So like, let's do that. The 2.5-minute wildebeest stampede scene took Disney CGI animators more than two years to create and involved writing a new computer program to govern the movements of the herd, and a hyena researcher sued Disney for defamation of character for its portrayal of the animals in the film. I thought that was hilarious when I found that out. I was like, really? Defamation of character? Okay. But Lion King was actually made by a B-team of Disney animators since the A-team was elected to focus on the picture they thought would be more successful, Pocahontas. Yeah. No one thought the B team could put a lot pull it off. They're like, it's not gonna, you know, really go anywhere. Let's just have them do it. And Lion King is classic. It's like, hey, don't underestimate people. There's a whole documentary about it too on Disney Plus. Y'all should check it out. So that's that one. Last up this week is Ten Things I Hate About You, 1999, directed by Gil Junger, available on Disney Plus. I love this movie. It's so good. Love it. Love it so much. Such a classic. It's so it really good. Is. It's so good. This movie got 69% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but 96% of Google users enjoyed it. It had a $16 million budget and made $53.5 million at the box office. Based off of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, of course. <laughs> this film, it's not necessarily a teen comedy because of the depth and the humor the characters embody who happen to be teens you know? Um, so that's why it works. Um, and I think also that's also why it's one of my ultimate favorites. Cat Stratford, you have, played by Julia Stiles, is beautiful, smart, and quite abrasive to most of her fellow teens, meaning that she doesn't attract many boys. Unfortunately for her younger sister, Bianca, played by Larissa Olenek, house, uh, house rules say that she can't date until Kat has a boyfriend. So strings are pulled to set the Damsel up for a romance. Soon, Cat crosses paths with handsome new arrival Patrick Verona, played by the late Steve Ledger. So will Cat let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming Patrick? Such a sweet classic rom-com. I identify so hard with Katerina Stratford. It's not even funny. I love her. And some fun facts, courtesy of Mental Floss, are: for one, the late Ledger wanted to play Pat. Uh, uh wanted to play Patrick Verona. Of course, that was his he was gunning for that role and it was his first Hollywood role. So they were kind of like, mm, no, he's the lead. Can he pull that off and run in place? someone else? Also there was initial concern over his Australian accent, you know, but he's like, uh, the director's like, why it makes him more interesting, more mysterious, more sexy. And he's like, Hey, it's true. It worked." And the character of Patrick is based on, of course, the taming of the shoes, Petruchio, um, very, uh, Heath Ledger had said himself he was using uh, bits and pieces of Richard Burton's portrayal of that character to show um, who's, you know, best known in Taming of the Shrew film, but um, also have a more like a Jack Nicholson edge to him, you know, with the cheekiness, the smiles and stuff, which worked. It was great. Screenwriter Karen McCullough wrote the screenplay after being inspired by her ex-boyfriend from high school like okay because she wrote a poem like why i hate you and all this stuff it's <laughs> like these are the 10 things i thought that was so cute and the band cheap trick is really implemented into this movie they appear as themselves a couple of times in the film including a scene on the rooftop where they sing the cheap trick cover i want you to want me at the end and the lead singer Kay Hanley told pop Dose that the experience scared the band because they had to perform it on a patch of roof and they're like oh
1: my god we're gonna die
0: and they're like get it right we dropped like 50k to do this so we're not taking this many runs at it so i thought that was hilarious but that's a classic oh my gosh i have that on dvd of course as as anyone should millennials out there come on now go watch that catch on disney plus if you can
1: those are my films for this week Todd, you let them know what yours are oh yeah so good um first up we have west side story of course um this uh is a essentially a, a romance musical um ba- basically inspired by Romeo and Juliet of course modern day uh Romeo and Juliet are involved in New York street gangs um it's a musical um and basically it's it's obviously centered in the um upper west side and so it it highlights how two gangs are battling for this turf and it, the situation becomes complicated when Um, A gang member falls in love with a rival sister. We know that too well um, in regards to relationships, friendships, and like, you know, we got girl code, guy code, um, definitely, definitely Romeo and Juliet undertones for sure. Um, This came out in 61. It's available to stream on Hulu. Um, It got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes doing really well. And 83% of Google users like this movie, they wasn't rocking with it as much, but um, we, we love West side story. Um, It's um, also has um, it's with a book by author Lawrence. um, And, you know, I think that um, it's beautiful because um, uh, uh, Stephen Sondheim essentially Um, wrote uh, you know a lot of the the music and and the musical as well Um, along with some other talented folks also Um, I think it's very strong to have a musical that is going off of a book I think that's a good kind of groundwork to have laid out and I think that's that can you know that that can make a story stronger Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like West Side Story um, I mean when is it like not talked about (laughs) like it's still as an example today, especially like how Chelsea mentioned, like with you, if you pursue theater professionally and like get your acting degree and whatnot, like all of these examples are referred to or like mentioned or referenced. So it's definitely a, a staple for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's see. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. Um, What's next? Hmm. I know. I know what to review next. Are you guys ready? We're going We're ready. to Ready. <laughs> oh, for Othello. Um this film um uh, it's called Oh, for Othello. And um it came out in 2001. Um it's a drama film and modern adaptation of Shakespeare's Othello, of course. Um and it's set in an American high school. Um and it stars my favorite Julia Stiles, Mackay Pfeiffer, and Josh Hart. um and it was directed by tim blake nelson and written by brad kaya um so it's moving into the classic tale of othello where they move it on to the basketball courts um of a high school and it, it focuses on a young black man um named odin and um who is played by Mackay pfeiffer of course and he is convinced by a conniving best friend hugo that his girlfriend is cheating on him hate that uh of course, uh, what Odin doesn't know is that Hugo is in fact motivated by his own jealousy of his friend's good fortune, and it's a sticky situation in of uh, in in form of uh Shakespeare's classic classic uh story, so I thought that this was a very interesting twist and interpretation of Othello um and uh still keeping that you know um racial aspect but also like trying to like modernize a older type of like play is very hard i feel like yeah. um but this adaptation that is modern and kind of sets the scene in a um in a in a setting that is more relatable for you know uh an audience like like us that's you know being living throughout this time i think is like super uh, a nice way to dissect shakespeare's work especially for you know it's very dense and to kind of help people um come to terms with it or understand it i think that it's really dope because you can use modern adaptations kind of working backwards like using um for example oh as a um as a way to teach about a fellow and break it down um which i really really enjoy it didn't do that well it got a 64 percent on rotten tomatoes and 40 47 of google users like this film um they have a five million dollar budget um, but I, I think that is definitely still a creative approach to telling this type of story. Um, and I, I just love that. And that kind of, that kind of leads me into the last film, which is <laughs> a favorite of mine. It's, it's a friend's film, actually, you guys, and it's called Romeo is Bleeding. So circling back to Romeo and Juliet, um, this is a documentary drama that, um, highlights the life of one of my, one of my beloved older brother figures, um, Dante Clark. Um, this film came out in 2015. And um, I I just, oh my gosh, I, I was in a play my senior year of high school um, in Richmond with Raw Talent at the Rise um, Youth Center and Dante and uh, along with some other folks who are in this film um were a part of that production. So I'm connected to them. Shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Um, but um, Dante's film basically highlights um, a fatal turf war between neighborhoods, um, which haunts the city of Richmond, California. Um, if you don't know where Richmond is, it's it's basically adjacent to Oakland. Um, but Dante Clark transcends the violence in his hometown by writing poetry about his experiences using his voice to inspire those around him. He and the like-minded youth of the city mountain urban adaptation of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet with the hope of starting a real dialogue about violence in the city. Um, Richmond, California is, is definitely known for more of a negative connotation in regards to violence um, gangs and things of the sort. And Dante is a real mogul in terms of like starting dialogue and conversation about violence in his city. And I think that what's great about Romeo is bleeding is taking Um, he, he's, he's a very talented poet and he takes poetry and infuses it into, um, acting and using narrative to communicate this issue uh, in his, his neighborhood of, you know, you have, you know, the East versus the West and like, you know, gang violence and like how complicated these relationships are. And that that's just like a beautiful way to teach, you know, young black kids about Shakespeare um but also just the community at large to put things into perspective um it's it's very beautiful and it's also on apple t v um it's it's on apple t v as well as youtube um so you guys should definitely uh watch it and ninety two percent of google users like this movie yeah definitely watch it watch this young poet um transcend violence in um his hometown by writing about his experiences so Um, That is Romeo is Bleeding. And I know there's another film of the same name that's like from back in the day. So there's also that, but definitely watch it if you guys get the chance. And those are my picks. Awesome.
0: I hope you guys had fun with our I am the (laughs) Contameter of Billy. I'm still learning, you guys.
1: It's it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's so many different, you know, I love oh what is the sonnet it's like one of my favorites let me not to the marriage of true minds admit an impediments love is not love so sweet oh my gosh
1: then we got to get 14. the clapping and the yeah cadence. the cadence <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you guys definitely watch youtube videos about learning shakespeare yes
0: and don't get yourself down you know when you're in college they're gonna treat shakespeare like jesus it's it's, it's fine it's not that deep. it's a lot
1: it's yeah, a exactly.
0: lot then it you, is definitely then you realize it's like, you yeah. know, it's not even that serious. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely something that I mean you have to learn. You should know about, you know, just <clears> in <throat> case. But don't let it become like a bigger entity, you know, enveloping <clears throat> you and swallowing you. Because that's a fun. You don't <clears throat> want that. Come on thank you all so much for listening next week we're talking about gangster heist movies mm. so good heist gangsters ah, 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 ah. so we did we did heist movies last uh, last season and we had um, Ashley Coe as guest yes that was so fun is not that fun it's kind yeah. of cool to do like a mix of, of those so mm-hmm. these films are sure to make you an author you can't refuse. you doing
1: <laughs> Do you understand? In the back of it. your lips like that, though,
0: right? Sorry. Take the gun, leave the cannoli. <laughs> follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop. on Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn, or follow us individually. Follow me at Chelsea Jane Music on Twitter or Instagram.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Tajana Okicuku, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tajana Tweets yes let us know what you thought what do you want to hear next yeah let us know we're here for you boo yes mm-hmm. in those dms chaff <laughs> all right until next week all right, y'all peace